0: Welcome to another edition of Len's Burning Bush. I am Len Harvey. Before I bring on my guest for the week, I want to talk about what's really burning my bush this week. So this week, I'm going to give you a little more education on medical information. Now, I'm sure you're riveted by this, but it is really the sharing of such information now called HIPAA. Now, another acronym, we don't know what it stands for, right? It actually stands for the Health Insurance Portability and Accountability Act. Now, this happened back in 1996, August 21st, so it's been a while that this has been around. Now, HIPAA requires the Secretary of the HHS to publicize standards for the electronic exchange and privacy and security of health information. Now, the privacy rules does apply to health plans, health care clearinghouses, and any other health care provider that transmits such information, very sensitive information. Now, the privacy rule does cover your health care provider when it electronically transmits these transactions. Now I know I'm probably losing you on all of this stuff because it is kind of uh, a lot of information to take in this morning. Now it covers the individual's past, present, or future physical or mental health or condition. So any information that is shared with the doctor. So to simplify, because again, I wanna do that for you so you understand what I'm trying to get at here. Doctors are required to keep this information quiet, okay? Kind of the same way that you tell your lawyer privilege information. Now, the doctors are doing an exceptional job of this. The offices are doing a great job. Now, the reason I am bringing this up is because I don't think people really understand that their medical information should be kept private and should only be shared with family members when necessary. So you might have noticed that every medical procedure is now easily shared on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and really is private information. I do realize that sometimes it's a lot easier for you to tell a group of people all at once that you're going in for surgery, but really, social media, we hope that you're doing well, but do we really need to know that you broke your foot, your arm, or do we need any pictures actually associated with this, like x-rays, et cetera, right? Heck, I don't even wanna see my own family member's x-rays, why would I wanna see yours? Also. I am very happy for you that you're getting the COVID vaccine. I I think that's wonderful. I hope we all get it uh, so that this way we can go back to normal at some point. Get the vaccine and let's do that, right? But come on. Do we really need to see the card that proves that you got the vaccine? I trust you. I don't need to see that you got it. If you told me you got the vaccine, that is enough for me. The endless parade of people with their mask picks, the COVID vaccine picks, the x-rays, the hospital gown picks. All right, we get it. You went to the hospital. Can we just get the Cliff Notes version that after the fact says, I recovered from my visit to the doctor? Do we really need to know every detail? That is what HIPAA is for. Privacy for you. Yes, privacy for you. So enough of the TMI. With that being said, it's time to bring on my guest for the week. He is the lead singer of one of my favorite bands, Blue Jelly, He's a good friend, Jimmy Beedenbender. Jimmy, welcome to Lens Burning Bush. I hope you, of all people, are not sharing any information of the medical variety.
1: Well, thank you for having uh, myself and the rest of the band is here with me today, uh, firstly. And I do agree; uh, too much information is too much information. I try not to share too much.
0: Yeah, I, I, I'm with you. I mean, we all have injuries. I mean, I broke my elbow. I didn't post it all over Facebook that I had. You know, nobody wanted to see the x-rays. Susan didn't even want to see the x-rays either, right? Why do I want to show that to people? It, it's amazing what people share on social media. It used to be bad enough that they shared what they ate for dinner. Now, it's now their medical history is all over Facebook. It's crazy, yeah, I Jimmy, crazy.
1: <laughs> It should be it should be more privatized. that yeah, I mean, uh, when they put out stuff like they're going on vacation, pictures from them on the beach, it invites burglars to their house. They know they're out of town, right? Ex- I'm, I'm a little yeah. You, know, you got to be careful about those. No, things.
0: I I know, and, and I understand the reasoning why people do it. Right, I do get that you want to make sure that uh, you know if you, you have a big group and you don't want to have to write an email or you know give a text to everybody, you just kind of sh- show it, but I don't think they get the fact that by putting out all of your information like that, somebody can find out and they could do it. And this is what the HIPAA laws were designed to do, to protect your information. But yet we're spewing it. The doctor gets in trouble for doing this, but you can just blab it all over the Facebook, right? It's (laughs) it's just, I I just, again, it's crazy. I think that... uh, medical should stay that way and no one needs to know everything about you where you eat where you do this or what do you need to make for dinner i mean we we have really um you know one thing that's great about social media it provides me with a lot of uh, information for my for my show <laughs> because it's just one you know you see every week it gives me more uh, you know ammunition to use but it's just gotten to the point where enough already stop with the sharing and, and I've, I brought this up on other shows, and you and Stacy do not do this, but I cannot stand the wife and the husband or the girlfriend and the and the boyfriend who comment on each other's pages and then have to keep commenting, and then some get into a fight on Facebook. I mean, enough.
1: Yes, yes, it's out of
0: hand. It's out of hand. Well, one of the uh, things I wanted to, to bring up your band because I, I, I love – you know, watching you guys, you, um, the band consists of, of you, Steve Ferris, Phil Henson, uh, Joe Miller, rocking Out, Steely Dan, Deep Purple, Eagles, Jimi Hendrix. But of course, every once in a while, you bring up Neil Diamond, which you, you let me come up on stage, which I will tell you, it, it's a Yiddish word, but I quell every time because you, you allowed me to do this. And one of the, you know, I've done karaoke for a lot of years doing Neil Diamond and doing um, Sweet Caroline. But yes. one of the things that I loved about doing it, and the first time you brought me up was my, I think, my 49th birthday or 50th birthday. I can't, can't remember the year, but I, I do remember just loving it and just amazed that you guys would let me do this and sing with with, with the band. But karaoke is one thing, but singing with a live band is is just incredible. So you do yeah. it all the time. I don't know how you do it, but you're amazing at it. I, 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 the second year, I must have had a little bit too much to drink because I wasn't as good. But yeah. <laughs> we won't go into that. But, but you are, you do this. Uh, the band is great. You get to perform out, um, and, and I really give you guys a lot of credit because music is is so great for people, especially now with COVID. And you guys have been hit hard with this as well, not being able to perform. So we want to get you guys back out there. So talk a little bit about that.
1: Yeah, yeah, we're, we were very very anxious. Last year. Yeah, we had we had a really great lineup last year, a lot of wonderful shows. Uh, and the majority of those due to COVID did cancel on us and uh you know, we were just waiting for things to straighten back out to where we can get back to doing what we love, and that's live performances uh you yeah, know we,
2: we all have a great passion for that, and, and you can you, you know the feeling, you know, from being up on stage. Yes, that's what get from it. From it. And you know, we we get feedback from the audience and and just uh, energy from the audience. You can feel.
0: Yeah, and you guys have a great crowd that ever that comes around and follows you. You know, you're you're uh, the local celebrities in in Northern Kentucky, where people just come and they follow. My mother loves you guys. Uh,
1: yes, <laughs> yes, yes. We love your mother. Too. Yeah,
0: she she gets up and dances and she doesn't stop. Right? She she just keeps she just yes. keeps going.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Well, exactly. But that's what I love. I, I, you know, I listen to some of the music now. And again, I hate to be that old guy. But it's like, can we can we have somebody playing an instrument these days The, the, you know, somebody just singing or whatever. I love that you guys all play. And you, uh, you know, Phil is great. uh, Does a good job, Steve, you know, the drums and, 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 you know, Joe, Joe rocking it out. You guys really are. uh, If somebody hasn't seen Blue Jelly, they need to go out and how how can they contact you guys?
1: Uh, bluejellyband.com that would be the that'll link them to our Facebook page and that's really the best way for people to see our upcoming shows maybe there may be some videos of some past uh, performances and things on there as well and I gotta say we uh, love our friends we love our fans we couldn't be enjoying what we do without those people yeah, so it's so much appreciated.
0: Yeah, and they, and they appreciate you. And I think what one of the um, the things we missed, and you brought it up about the whole COVID thing. I mean, I've got about twelve hundred dollars in StubHub <laughs> concert tickets for like you know Def Leppard, Susan Baud, and all this other stuff that we haven't even gotten a chance to go see, and and who knows when. But the fact that you know you guys have you can go out and go to a place, and some of the restaurants are opening up, so maybe we'll see. I know you guys are going to try to be at uh, Friday night uh, bike night. Over at Sick Fish Cycles. And I know Jason, the owner, and, and he was talking about that, getting excited about that, uh, that you guys were going to be at Sick Fish uh, yes, Cycles. It,
1: yeah, this will be our first time there. That's going to be on, uh, uh when our weird Sick Fish, Friday, May the 28th. Well,
0: that's Memorial Day weekend, isn't it?
1: It is. It's yeah. the beginning Look at of the it, can't,
0: Day You weekend. can't do a better job than kicking off the Memorial Day weekend with blue jelly. I mean, that's. Well,
2: blue, yes. And, and motorcycles.
0: Yeah, well, of course, and, and I've got a couple in the garage. Now, Jimmy, I'm not as good a rider yet as you, but, uh, you know, I do have a Harley now. We have two Harleys in the garage. we got to learn to I, ride them.
1: <laughs> yes, that's, that's great. That's great. It's a great feeling, though. I think they go together, motorcycles and music.
0: Absolutely. Well, speaking of music, I want to go into a couple of stories that I, I found kind of interesting in the last week or so. Uh, you saw that the boss, Bruce Springsteen... Um, you know, uh, was arrested for DWI in New Jersey because he he was on a motorcycle and somebody gave him a shot of tequila and he didn't want to take the the test. He's the boss, for crying out loud. But I like the fact that the police officer at least did, you know, because what if, God forbid, something would have really happened, right? I mean, I I don't think he was trying to get the boss in trouble. But at the same token, you got to follow some guidelines. And if he felt that he could have been impaired, you know, Bruce... Bruce is Bruce, but, you know, not every. you can't just have separate rules for separate people just because they're famous, right?
1: That's true. And, you know, maybe he needed a reminder that, you know, at that particular time that he wasn't the boss.
0: Well, exactly. And I think the police, they did, you know, it's one of those things where everybody always makes, why is the police doing that or whatever? But that—that that is the reason. You just don't want to have, you know, the good thing is nothing happened. He went, you know, and um, the officer yeah, approached. The yeah.
2: Maybe the boss doesn't always set a good example.
0: Well... I, I'm not even going to get into that because there's a lot of yeah. things he's doing lately that I'm not. I'm, I would just like to focus on the music with Bruce. But, again, it's kind of interesting. But but Bruce Springsteen getting arrested for DUI, D- it happened about a week or so ago. I wanted to bring it up on last week. I didn't get a chance to. But apparently somebody had gave him a Patron bottle that was poured. Um, so, you know, 71 years old, God bless, still playing. And, uh, you know, it's uh, I see a lot of that now where – a lot of these bands are playing well into their 70s uh, i mean hell keith richards i mean nobody has told keith that i think he's been dead for 20 years but <laughs> i mean yeah. he that man is consu- you know there'll be t- the world the end of the world will be coming and there'll be two people left it'll be keith richards and betty white those will be the two people left cuz the yeah, rest of us be... are gone yes yes <laughs> it'll
3: be
2: sponsored by depends in a couple more years yeah
0: and, and, and speaking of which, so, so we all know in, in, the, um, in the 80s and, you know, 70s, there was uh, Rick Springfield had a lot of hits, right, with Jesse's Girl. And yeah. uh, so, so this is interesting. They, they, there was an article that was posted uh, that Rick Springfield and his wife of 36 years. So, so Rick is, again, 71 uh, now. Um, you know, he said that during this whole pandemic that the way he's been getting through it of the lockdown is he's having lots of relations with his wife so this is out in the public that apparently rick springfield is still very vibrant in the bedroom isn't it very good. <laughs> well g- good for Je- you know he always wanted jesse's girl but he he got uh his wife of 36 years apparently still uh doing it but she's only 58 so she's a spry chicken compared to him right
1: <laughs> that's right yeah
0: but bruce springsteen and, and apparently he also said that the other thing that they do not only the relations, I guess when they finish, um, you know, they go ahead and they play Monopoly. That's the other, that's the other game that Rick Springfield is playing Monopoly. I just think it's interesting. There was an episode. I don't know. You guys, did you ever guys ever watch the show Californication? It was on Showtime. It was an episode. Um, yeah, it's, it's with David Duchovny and and a really good show. If you haven't seen it, you you should. It's, it's, it was the original binge-watching back in the day, you know, that they had them on once a week on Showtime. But anyway, uh, there was an episode where um, Charlie's wife was met Rick Springfield, and Rick Springfield and her had relations, and he says to her, you know, he wants her to talk while she's having the relations and saying, you're doing Rick Springfield. <laughs> so I always remember that, that Rick Springfield was uh, in, a, in an episode of Californication. Uh, so if you haven't seen it, that's that's kind of interesting. So good stuff.
1: Yeah, I'll have to check that out. Uh, Steve says he's he's familiar with it, I mean, but I, I missed c- that episode. Yeah, we'll
0: you'll you'll it. enjoy it. It's it's quite good. So, uh, you'll I, I had to kind of clean it up a little bit for our, our audience because you know I don't know if I have any kids listening. You you wanna you wanna make it a little bit nicer, but you will see what I'm talking about if you do watch uh, Rick Springfield on uh, Californication. Uh, yeah, I think I'll you could it stream out. it on on uh, Netflix. I think it's on Netflix. I'm not sure, but I know the Showtime app has it. If you have Showtime. Uh, there. So a okay. couple of things I wanted to do, I wanted to pivot a little bit here and I wanted to talk uh, if you guys had seen, I know sports wise, what's your opinion of sports? I know, I know you're a bowler. Do you, do you like sports or is it something that, you know, your baseball or football or any? Yeah.
1: You know what I like more? I, I do enjoy sports. I like going to see, see the football live or a yeah. baseball game, but it's more about socializing with my friends and, and family. Uh, either in front of the television or at the stadium. Uh, so I haven't, of course, been to a baseball no. game, football game uh, at all. Well,
0: you know. we hope to get back to that. And one of the things I wanted to bring up here is is this is uh, – unfortunately, I think it's going to be a lot more expensive when we eventually go back because some of these contracts are getting a little bit out of whack. I don't know if you saw this, but there was a player on the San Diego Padres who we may or may not know, but I knew his father when he played. Uh, it's Fernando Tatis Jr. and for, I knew Fernando Tatis when he played, or at least I knew of him. But he just agreed. Jimmy, this is this is why we should have played baseball. Listen to this contract: 14 years, okay? 14, okay. not not five, not 10. Now the kid's only 21. We've got T-shirts older than him. Um, he's for, a 14-year deal worth 340 million dollars. We're That's in the wrong line kid. of work. Remote. You are right. Yeah. <laughs> that is a contract, three hundred and forty million dollars. Now he's a tremendous baseball player, but for that money, I mean, is he part owner? I mean, it's just, that's a that's just think about this though. The owner is paying him that, and he still has billions of dollars. So how much money are they really making? That's oh,
1: yeah. It, there's it, a lot in there somehow. That
0: that is just crazy. Three hundred and forty million dollars to play baseball is just in. And what's interesting is. Football and hockey are two sports where you really, your body physically is just, at the end of your career, is ridiculous. You're going for surgeries and you, yeah. you can't. Baseball, eh, you know, you know, I mean, you do get hurt in baseball. I don't want to say you don't. But yes, it is. if you're going to pick a sport, if you have a kid now that you want to say, pick a sport, baseball is going to be the one with less contact, right? You're going to be fine, right? Most of the time. I, yeah, yeah. Yeah, three hundred and forty million dollars.
2: Be I don't think you're going to be running those bases when you're seventy-one years old, though. Like no, that.
0: that's the great part about music, like right? right? <laughs> yeah, all these bands making money, but they're not making three hundred and forty million in in fourteen years, are they?
1: No, they're not. I, I mean, I
0: know we're not. No, well, we hope to, Jimmy, and hopefully by this show, you, we'll get you the three hundred and forty million dollars. I'll get you a contract, and we'll get <laughs> you playing. My- we'll get you playing all over the country. We'll be all over the place. But uh, who has time for that anyway? I don't know. <laughs> we'll,
1: we'll keep our fingers crossed. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I hope so. Three hundred forty million dollars. Now, with this whole uh, COVID and, and and the and the lockdown, everybody's been watching TV. Um, I still, I, I love uh, TV. Is one of those things where I, I've always loved. Even when I was a kid, I watched all the TV shows. And I'm one of those people that if you ever have to be on one of those shows where you need a lifeline for television or sports, I know everything there is to know with a lot of useless information. So you want to give me a call. Um, yeah. but, but there's one show that I've liked through the years, and, and it's called Mom. It's a, it's uh, with Anna Ferris. It was, uh, yeah. you know, um, Anna left the show at the end of, well, she early this season. Like, she never came back from last season. And now they're saying that mom is done after this year. So anybody that uh, likes mom, the eighth season, they're all done. Uh, Alice and Janney, all of them have tweeted out that the show is not going to continue. And I think it's just like, at some point, you know, when you lose a star like that, it's really hard to, I mean, two and a half men was able to continue after Charlie Sheen left with Aston Kutcher, and that was actually pretty good. After he left, I mean, it yeah. wasn't wasn't great, but it was it was good enough, right?
1: I but, yeah, I agree with yeah. you there. I I miss Charlie Sheen's uh, being on there, but uh, it, Ashton's doing a fine job.
0: Yeah, exactly. He did a, he, he did a great job. And now with mom leaving, it's one of those things where I think they realized that the storyline that they were using with her going off to college and the, uh, to uh, actually to law school rather, uh, Georgetown. Uh, it it, it kind of just, uh, you know, it is what it is. It's not as good, right? It's the jumping the shark, or as one of my uh, friends that I brought on, uh, Tim Tyrell called The Oliver Factor, which is, I don't know if you guys remember the Brady Bunch, but they brought on Oliver, and then the show just pretty much went away. It's kind of that you bring a baby on. He wrote a book called The Oliver Factor, and we had him on. We talked about television shows that pretty much get, because of a character either leaving or... Bringing on that, the show just goes to pot.
1: Yeah, it just takes a certain dynamics away from it.
0: Yeah, exactly. It's it's uh that you know that's what's great about television. It's good for a while. There's a lot of binge watching on. I've been watching Blue Bloods. Um, any show that you guys watch on a regular basis?
1: I like Yellowstone.
0: Oh, okay, little Kevin yeah. Costner.
1: Yeah, really. I've been enjoying that very much. Uh, Walking Dead fan, of course I am. Uh, Breaking Bad, I love oh. that. And
2: now shows that they brought back like uh, the new MacGyver, it's, it's, it's different. It's, it's not like the old MacGyver.
0: No, we need Richard Dean Anderson with the mullet. That's the only way I can watch it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I just, I don't understand how you can bring back a classic. It's like Hawaii five Oh, not that I watched Hawaii five Oh as a, as a kid, but you bring it back and it's like, eh, it's just everything is a little more violent today, too. Have you noticed yeah, that?
2: Well, you know, it and it's something on that, along those lines, too. It's like the music industry. It's just like they're they're running out of ideas. So they're trying to remake. And, and they've done that with the music industry, too. There's a lot of uh, remakes on old songs and stuff. And some of it works and some of it doesn't.
0: Yeah. No, agreed. And, and I think you're right the the when you consistently have to redo or remake stuff because you have no original ideas
2: yeah they say hollywood is just dead
0: yeah so, it uh, I, I mean to remake movies i mean one of the remakes that's actually doing very well it's not really a remake it's a kind of a i like what they do with the continuation right and that's cobra kai i don't know if you've seen yeah, cobra yeah. kai the the i like the fact that they kind of continue the story that you left it was I, I know it's silly, uh, you know, you're going to laugh at me for this, but I did watch Fuller House because um, oh, yeah. I watched Full House, as you know, as an, a, a teenager, whatever, and I enjoyed uh, Fuller House. I, l- I just like the continuation of the story. Maybe that's just me, but I enjoy that. And Cobra Kai is leading into that, and some of the, you know, they, they actually, I think on one of the seasons, brought back Elizabeth Shue, uh, as an episode So those are the type of things that I like So okay. it's kind of like not a new idea But it's just continuing on the old one Which is not a bad idea Yes, yeah, uh, retro the, the retro stuff, because I think, you know, again The reason why you're seeing um, These bands, the geezers at Caesars You know, kind of going out there and playing Is because there's really not a lot of good You know, music that is being recorded uh, Especially bands Especially, you know, you really good bands Do
2: you think the talent is just gone?
0: I I don't know if it's gone. I think there's some good talent that certainly, like a Justin Timberlake is a class talent. He does it in a different way, right? But Justin right. Timberlake's a really good talent. Maybe Lady Gaga's a good talent uh, in, in terms of the, of the singing. Um, and they had the weekend on, which he's got a little bit of a talent. But I like to see somebody who actually plays and sings and does everything, right. like a Paul McCartney, or you know, just, right. he can do anything, right? The guy could just pretty yeah. much, uh, so to me, I think that the level of music is, is, is too much produced in the studio. Like, for instance, I, I wasn't a big fan of the weekend at the Super Bowl. And that's not because I just, you know, again, I'm the old man who didn't know who the heck he was. I thought, you know, when I hear the weekend, I'm thinking of uh, Loverboy, everybody working for the weekend. But, um, yeah. Right. Um, but what's interesting is what I thought there's certain people that are great um, that are studio people that can make a great album. Like there's certain songs, like even share, like if you do believe, you know, that that song is a studio song. There's a lot of songs that are studio songs. And when you go out on the road with that, you're not great road performers. And I thought the weekend he was trying, but I yeah. I think his stuff is great for listening to, but maybe not going to a show. But I, again, I, I could be wrong. Yeah. I, I,
2: yeah, I feel like you what you're hear saying. some live versions that just, they don't stand up to the studio versions and, and, yeah, he got studio musicians and, and well it's Tom Petty. He he liked uh, doing all as many of his recordings as he could close to live performances with his little studio magic as necessary.
0: Agreed, and, and there's a you know, just a great Tom Petty's just, you know, unfortunately we lost him a few years ago, but you know, yeah. Tom Petty is just a it was a class act, knew, you know, everything was you you listen to it, all of his songs were great live. And, yeah. and that's concerts are what we need to get back to. And, you know, unfortunately I'm not going to go see the, the weekend.
2: Now. I think that's where the money's at now.
0: Yeah. Well, it's different. It's a lot different now too. It's, it's the uh, putting it on iTunes or putting it, you know, there's no, uh, I guess there's no album covers. Although I would disagree with that. If you go up into my upstairs, I've got about 600 uh, no. <laughs> vinyl. I still
1: have your collection. Yeah. Well, and, vinyl's coming back.
0: And you know what I do? Like, like bands like, like you guys, like I'll get the CD. Um, and again, kids, that you know, you know what that is? That's a CD. Either you plug it into a machine and you play it. But anyway, a CD, I, I'll, I'll load it, and I have one computer in my house that I keep for this purpose only, that that has a CD burner, and I could load it up into my iTunes or my cloud, and then I could play that music throughout the house. So I can put on a Blue Jelly song if I've got the CD and and do it. So. We need to get um, more of that. I know you guys got some music out. so. But I, I love um, the fact that you guys can just, when you take a request, you can do it. And, and, and I like, even if you don't know the song, you try it. And that's, yeah, you know, most of, I, I'm always most amazed at that.
1: Yeah, well, we're, you, you, we're there for the audience.
2: You, you know? know, when you performed with us with, on that uh, Sweet Caroline, that's yeah. the first time we had
1: done that. Wow yeah we don't so, let just anybody up there yeah. <laughs> typically as a rule we don't but uh well, we had never played that song before and so it was the first time for us just like you, you
0: know? well i i will say that i was so appreciative and i i, I just look back and i've got the uh, video on facebook and i every once in a while i'll look back at it and i'm like oh my goodness this is you know people don't understand it's like you know we we are all frustrated singers we all want to be up there on stage and we all sing in the shower and we hear a song and we think we're good, but we're really not. I mean, I'm, you know, other than you guys, I'm, you know, I'm I'm, a, I'm a far behind uh, cry for that. But I try, you know, there's well, certain. I would say sp- you, yeah,
3: you,
1: you, you did a superb <laughs> job that evening. You know? Well,
0: well, thank you. And I, I like how you clarified that at that evening because I my second time wasn't as good. They always say the sequel is never as good as the original movie. And that's kind of kind of how it true. works. I will do it again. Better, I, I promise you. Uh, it, you know, it, people don't understand no matter how many times you have done the song. And I don't know if this happens to you. And I know you guys have your some of your music up on stage with you. But do you have a situation where you just get up there and you forget the words? Because I, I see where you can do that. I've done that, like even, you know, people have forgotten the anthem when they sing the anthem. I've seen that. And, oh, you know, I was up yeah. on stage and I've done the song probably a hundred times and, and it's sitting there. You're up on stage. It's a different thing when than you're doing karaoke. So
1: it, it very much is, uh, and it does happen uh, a lot of times. The song will start, and it just right at the last minute, the first the first line will come to me, you know, magically. Yeah, we, we, we didn't, hope so. <laughs> we we, yeah. we yep. haven't a couple of the arrangements around. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Just gotta improvise sometimes.
0: Well, of course, and that's what live music is so good at. It you could just go on in a different. Uh, you can combine songs you could do stuff it's different than studio where you got to get it perfect and it's got to be I'll, I'll tell you the truth most people won't even recognize that you made a mistake most people yeah. there are there are those pains in the necks that will notice every little detail yeah, oh my god you, you, you missed this or you did that but uh, you know, hopefully four <laughs> <laughs> exactly so today you're actually going to perform on lens burning bush I, I had this only one other time I oh well, no two times now uh, I had um Carol Crittenden, who's a musician, she performed a little bit of her song, and then I had Dave Black, who's a guitarist in in St. Louis, and Dave performed uh, about three to four minutes of a song on guitar, and it was fantastic. You guys are going to perform a song by Midnight Oil, which I love because you know the bush is burning, right? Is that is that not the what's the, what's the
1: yeah. Th- Len, how can you sleep You know when, yeah. when your bush is burning? Exactly.
0: Well, how can I sleep when the bu- my bush is burning? And my bush is burning a lot, hence why we've got 46 episodes already. And yeah. uh, it's it's just going to continue because I always think of something that irritates me to the degree that I need to get it. So. <laughs> yeah, so, it's, a,
1: it's always nice to listen to your show. We appreciate it.
0: Well, I appreciate you guys having uh, coming on. Uh, I, I'm gonna love this, and, and everybody's gonna get to listen to you guys. Uh, your next gig is wearing.
1: Uh, it'll be March the 12th at KJ's in Crescent Springs, Kentucky. Okay. Uh, go to BlueJelly.com and to our Facebook page. Scroll down a little bit, and all of our upcoming events you can find them there. Got a lot of really good shows lined up. As long as this COVID thing doesn't mess it up again, you know, this year we don't. Yeah. We just don't know yet. Yeah, just do a fa- uh, search
2: on Facebook for search for blue jelly.
0: Okay. Well, yeah. that's that's good. And and what I'll do is when I post the episode up, uh, we will uh, I'll put it on the link as well. Your your I did it on when I promoted the the episode as well. But uh, you guys are are great, and we're everybody's gonna get a chance to hear them. And make sure you go see them. And uh, at KJ's on March the twelfth. March March the twelfth. March the twelfth. Yeah. That's coming up soon already. Geez. I mean, yeah, right the, the, the month of February goes by so quick with only 28 days. It just
1: yes, it does.
0: So uh, it'll be Jimmy, Steve, Ferris, Phil Henson, and uh, Joe Miller rocking out uh, Midnight Oil, and uh, I can't wait to hear this. This is going to be great. They uh, they do a great job, and again, go see them. And uh, there is a video of me performing with them, which uh, we will hide for. For some people. so <laughs> now People right, might want to see that all right, Yeah, I guess that, that's what it is. So why don't you guys get ready? In the meantime, you can like uh, Lens Burning Bush on Facebook. You can like it on uh, Twitter, at Lens Burning Bush. And you can listen to all these episodes, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Podbean, iHeartRadio, TuneIn. You can even ask Alexa to play Lens Burning Bush. But now I'm going to ask Blue Jelly to play Midnight Oil and How My Bush is Burning because I, I know it is.
1: All right, great, thanks, man. Right,
3: Out where the river broke. the front wood and the desert oak, open red and boiling bees go, forty-five.
0: Wow. Midnight Oil has nothing on you guys. That is fantastic. My bush was burning from the moment I heard it, and that was fantastic. Thank you, Blue Jelly. That was fantastic. Thank you very much. Yeah, we don't own the rights to that song or anything. We changed it up a little bit. I like L- it. Lens Bush was burning. That Lens thing. Bush That's is burning, and uh, Blue Jelly, thank you. Uh, thank you for coming on. I appreciate it. Uh, we will, uh, you know, just uh, love the fact that live music will be coming back, and you guys uh we'll be there remember to follow uh, bluejellyband.com uh thanks again so much appreciate it
1: thank you for having us Len. we'll be good to, be good to see you out this summer again
0: absolutely i'll hopefully be up uh, neil diamond with a little sweet caroline to give you guys a little you know of the old school right <laughs> there
3: you go Love it. Love
0: it. Uh, i'm len harvey we'll be back again with another episode of lens burning bush next week so long